Welcome back. Hour number two of the Bill Michaels Show. We are broadcasting live at the Lakers Ice Center out here in Sheboygan. It's uh, the uh, Cunis RV, Great Midwest RV Show. And uh, they have all different types of RVs, different brands, and uh, travel trailers, fifth wheels, motorhomes. Uh, some diesel pushers are out front, and you name it, they've got it. They've got financing here on site, all the different accessories that go along with it. And uh, one of the nice things this morning that uh, we found out was Cunis RV was just named the number one RV dealership in the uh, in the state of Wisconsin. So uh, also, there you go. Good stuff. Um, if you want to give us a shout, it's 877-867-1670, uh, Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Um, by the way, Ben, I know yesterday we talked about the Gwyneth Paltrow uh, uh, trial. Now, I, were we going to do this in what did we miss today? We were, but we could do it whenever. Did, I, 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 did, I actually went and looked at some of the footage and some of the stuff being said. And this guy, was he an ophthalmologist? Optometrist. The, uh, to, optometrist. What a jag. Yeah. Did did you see this guy on the stand? Yeah, it was hilarious. Oh my god. They actually like cut him off. They stopped him from like he was so bizarre. It, it was clear that all he was doing was trying to get money. I mean, it just became clear. Uh didn't she now I don't know what the final verdict was. Did she get her uh, attorney's fees covered by him and $1? I don't know exactly what she got. I just know that she won. She won. He did not. Um, there was the, um, the he apparently he had a GoPro on his helmet, and which recorded everything that day. But the uh, the footage of him crashing into her, her crashing into him mysteriously, uh, vanished. I did not know that he was a black diamond skier. She was on a bunny hill with her kids and an instructor. When apparently, at least according to witnesses, he ran into her. Some say almost on purpose. And then when he took the stand, remember, he said he couldn't, his his quality of life had been diminished. Did you see they hit him up with his own Instagram pictures? Yes. Uh, it was incredible. They're like, oh, they're like, here you, here you are here, here you are here. He's just this world traveler. He's doing all this different stuff. And remember, they said that uh, he couldn't. Uh, one of the, uh, the the things in life that he loved was wine, and that he couldn't taste wine. And somebody actually, I think, had him like at a at an event where he was talking about the wine, like one of his friends on Instagram. It's like everything he claimed he was just lying his ass off. I mean, that's the kind of guy that you would just like to say, "Sir, you're going to go to jail. You ju- you're just filing a false claim to try to grab money." It, it, it just, this guy just deserves to go to jail. He is a scumbag. Where is he from, by the way? I don't know, but I believe he lives out there in Utah. Does he? Okay. He oh, probably my made his He made his money being an optometrist for the rich ski people. Yeah, well, he's a scumbag. I can't imagine anybody going to this guy anymore. He might have not only ruined oh, he's his own retired. reputation. Oh, okay. That he's got his money in the bank. He doesn't have to worry about it. I can't imagine what he spent on legal fees for this whole thing. But uh, I, you and I talked about it yesterday, and I thought, I'm going to go take a look at it. So last night, when, oddly enough, when the Bucks were just getting beat, I mean, just drubbed, 
I thought, ah, you know, I started surfing the phone a little bit, and some of the stuff that you and I talk about every now and then, God knows Google's listening, popped up on my phone. And I started reading about it, and then they had some of the the, the uh, stuff that was on Twitter. The video was on Twitter, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, "Oh my God, this guy's—he's his own attorney." Did he went into like Epstein's island? Yep. When they said, "Why are you suing?" or something to that effect, and he said, "Well, something about you holding celebrities accountable," and then he goes into this whole thing about molesting children. It's like what? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> His own attorney was like, okay, we're done. Okay. She knew he was off the rails and he was gone. And that there was, you know, they weren't winning it. There was no sympathy. There was, the, he was gaining nothing by opening his own mouth. And yeah, it was terrible. Uh, David says, as Gwyneth Paltrow was leaving the courtroom, she looked at uh, him and said, I wish you well or something like that. At least she had class on the way out the door. Oh, it was terrible. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to bring it up because I did pay attention to it. I did get a little bit, uh, a little bit of that last night when I was sitting there watching a Bucks get drilled, and you got nothing left going on. And I felt bad. It was a hell of a night. We had uh, a great group of people that were in the uh, the, the Mick Ultra level, and it, it was everybody was fired up. And it, I, I have never seen. Now I've been to Brewers games. Now, granted, maybe it's a smaller fan base because you're talking 17,000, 18,000 versus 35,000, 32,000 or whatever it happens to be. But I'll tell you this. I don't think there was anybody in the Fiserv last night that wasn't wearing a jersey or a hat or a jacket or pants or something that didn't say bucks on it. Or there was a, there was a smattering of Celtics fans, but I might have been the only person. And they went old school last night. They went back to the purple and the green. So I had thrown on a purple dress shirt just because. And... Uh, and, and, a, and a pull and a, like a, a zip up vest, so everybody thought that I was going the old school because they did the old school throwback Thursday last night, and uh, I, I wasn't. It just be, it was happenstance that I did that. But I have never seen so. I mean, I've I've been to Bucks games before. Last night was weird. It was like everybody just came out. They turned out in Bucks gear last night. Bucks gear was everywhere, and the bars were packed last night. Early on, I will say one other thing. It's a sad state of affairs that all the bars and restaurants in that area down there. Now, I didn't stop over to Calderon Club because I know they're okay. But a lot of those bars and restaurants, they had half the place was empty, but it was but there was like an hour wait. And it's because they don't have enough staff to be able to accommodate the people coming through the door. That was what they were telling people was you'd walk in and you'd see a bunch of tables. You're like, oh, this is great. I can get a table. They're like, no, we're on an hour wait. Like, wait a minute. It's only 430. What are you talking about? They don't have enough staff to cover. That's sad. That really is. That's a sad state of affairs, man. Downtown Milwaukee, that is your crown jewel showplace, and you can't open up the bars and restaurants in the area fully because you don't have enough people that want to come to work. That's a, that's a sad state of affairs, man. Anyway, uh, this is from Dennis, who said, well, watch the Bucks against the Celtics. Buck looked like Purdue last night. Uh, Celtics much more physical, tougher, better shooters, and have more discipline than the Bucks do. Uh, triple team Giannis and others then must attack at the basket. That's, they did that last night well. You know, a lot of teams try to, quote, build the wall, if you will. They've talked about uh, the wall down low for Giannis, and they did it pretty effectively last night. Now, Giannis did get his, but he only played two and a half quarters last night 
And uh, they built the wall and said, Giannis, you're not going to beat us, and everybody else is going to have to beat us. Nobody could hit a shot last night. I don't know what the final numbers were when it came to uh, shooting the three, but through two and a half quarters last night, it was it was almost embarrassing how bad it was. Almost embarrassing. But I'll say this, uh, as bad as the game was, and this is just my take on the game, the in-game entertainment, the uh, two announcers. Now, the two announcers try to be too cool at times, which kind of rubs me the wrong way. But you talk about the energy they bring. I mean, just, you know, they keep going, come on, Bucks fans, and, and, you know, almost sounding like Dickie V, you know, screaming and yelling. And last night there weren't many fans having any of it. They, <laughs> they Now, they didn't boo the Bucks at halftime, but you heard a smattering. You heard a few just because it was so – it was just awful. You know, down 30, and then there were there were people in the suite rooting for the Celtics to get to 50, to beat the Bucks by 50. Like, that was going to be more humiliating than the 43 or 47 that the Bucks went down by. Like, if you got to 50, it would be so humiliating that the Bucks would then suddenly turn it around and come out with a vengeance the rest of the season and roll all the way through the postseason and into the uh, into the NBA Finals. Like, that was going to be the turning moment for the Bucs. And it very well may be. I mean, I know Budenholzer after the game said this is one you got to remember. But, man, that was just an ugly game last night. Uh, Scott says, how's the atmosphere at the Serve compared to the Bradley Center? Bradley Center seemed like basketball played in a hockey uh, building. Bradley Center seemed uh, subdued at times, even when it was packed. Remember the Bradley Center back in 2002, 2001, was named by the Sporting News the best basketball fan base and arena in the entire NBA because of how loud it was? And I remember back in the day when George Carl would come out of the tunnel. George Carl would get a standing ovation. And it was just because they finally brought winning basketball back to Milwaukee. He, he, would, he would get a standing ovation. But they played a lot of those videos last night in Throwback Thursday uh, of Ray Allen and Sam Cassell and Big Dog. And they had uh, Scotty Williams last night doing the light it up on the big screen. Um, uh, you know, but George Carl used to get a standing ovation. I mean, it was electric, the Bradley Center. But you're right. It's a, it was a very cavernous building that was built for hockey. It was almost flipped like it was upside down. The majority of seating was upstairs as opposed to downstairs. So... It was uh, it was a it was a great place to go, and it was sad to see it go. I mean, when you compare it now to what the, you have in the Pfizer Forum, I mean, you go up top to the uh, the Potawatomi Lounge, which is way upstairs and just beautiful, stunning. The uh, Mick Ultra level, uh, w- which is just awesome, uh, and then you've got uh, the BMO uh, BMO Bank area. Uh, I mean, just so many cool spaces inside that building and. The only thing that they've got is where, you know, I've known, I've known about this for a while, and I heard some people last night complaining, but you got to use the app to order your food. Uh, and if you don't have it or whatever, you got to end up putting it, you know, you got to put it on your, you got you got to get downloaded on your phone, and then, you know, obviously you have to order the food for your section and your seat and then you with your name, and you go up and you pick it up, and it's basically hands-free, which is kind of nice, actually. But uh, beyond that, you know, it, it's a terrific place. I love the Fiserv Forum. Been there, been to many a games. Love it down there. We gotta get, we gotta get like a group, Ben, like a group section down there. We gotta do that one time. 
maybe up in the uh, in the you know the sixth man area, something like that, where we can just put, take a bunch of listeners and you know two or three rows of listeners and throw them alongside or throw them right in front of or right behind in that uh, seating area in the bar seating area behind the the cheers, cheering section. That'd be great. It'd be a blast down there. Be good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Uh, this is from Jacob. Jacob, uh, the pessimist, says uh, Corbin Burns gets beat. Yelly can't hit. The team strikes out. Grounds into double plays. Same old Brewers. This is the way the season is going to go. Prediction of 83 wins or less. I'll take the less. Council needs to go. This is an awful team, and the owner needs to sell it. There you go. Jacob, the pessimist. Let's go. Jacob, the pessimist. Already coming out of the woodwork. One game into the season. They get blank four to nothing, and he's he's ready to have the owner sell the team. Well, he's been ready to have Mark Antanasio sell the team for years, but uh, be careful what you wish for. You could have an owner come in that basically is buying it just as an investment, and they want to buy it and sell it in 10 years. Doesn't want to spend much money, doesn't want to go for a championship, doesn't want to do much of anything. Be careful what you wish for, just so you know. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Steel Tank Brewing in Oconomowoc, right there behind the uh, Exonia Bank, right off of 67. Terrific food, good fish fry coming up tonight out there, too. That's our friends at Steel Tank Brewing. And keep looking. they got a big music venue they're building on the west side of the building that's going to be able to hold about five, 600 people. So uh, looking forward to that when they finally get that thing done and debuted as well. A big music venue is going to open soon. That's Steel Tank Brewing Company in Oconomowoc, right behind the Exonia Bank. More of the Bill Michael Show. Live here in Sheboygan, coming up right after the Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. program we're glad to have you the bill michael show we continue on and uh, gotta say thanks to our friends the irish cultural heritage center the ichc which is a, a terrific place and i've been talking about it for uh, quite some time since they came on as a sponsor but the ichc is is just an awesome place and if you are looking for uh, a, a place to go, whether it's to have a wedding, check out some of the music that they have there. They have uh, bands coming in there all the time. You can go to ICHC.net. That's ICHC.net, and it's open to everybody. It's not just if, if you're Irish or not. I mean, you can go in there. doesn't matter, but uh, stop by and uh, see our buddy Corey, 414-345-8800. They do fish fries in the pub in the back on the weekends. Uh, they have got, like I said, bands. They've been doing it 30-plus years. They're really a nonprofit. It's not like it's a really expensive place to go. They just do it to kind of, you know, welcome people in and uh, keep the doors open. But if you're looking for concerts, weddings, meeting space, they have it all. ICHC.net or just call Corey, 414-345-8800, 414-345-8800. That's the Irish Cultural Heritage Center. They've been around a long, long time, and they're good, good people. Um this one is from uh, Jimmy. Jimmy says, uh, hey, guys, at what point would the Packers pull Aaron Rodgers back and not be willing to trade him away? Jimmy, I don't think that would happen until I, – I don't think it would happen. I think it would be more a question of if the Jets would decide to go in a different direction. But I don't I don't think that would happen. Um, I Now, when – I, if you're talking permanently, 
I don't think that would happen. But let's say you get past day one of the NFL draft, that Thursday night, April 27th, that thing comes and goes, then most likely you're probably not going to get a deal done unless you get some kind of another two two team three team trade that you know one or two teams that jump into this mix maybe that becomes prevalent then and it kind of sweetens the pot on day two but at that point in time if you can't deal Aaron Rodgers by then then his you can break that 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 you know that uh that dead cap money you can break that up into two different years. You can break it up into this year and next year. So it would then probably behoove the Packers to wait until after June 1st to trade him away, you see. But as far as pulling him back and not trading him, uh, I think as long as you have a willing partner to dance with, you'll dance with him uh, because I think there's a lot of water under the bridge right now. Uh, and this one, I, I got I to gotta mention this too. This is from uh, Joe. Joe says, uh, what is the bad blood between Aaron Rodgers and Brian Gutekinds? I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know the specifics other than the fact that Jordan Love was drafted. Beyond that, I have no idea. I don't know what additional issue. Because remember, um, Rodgers had talked about how the, the, the relationship had been mended and things were really good. And Gutekinds talked about, you know, Rodgers in a very positive light. So in a matter of like a couple of months, I don't understand. Ben, was there any anything significant that we saw that suddenly made this thing to go from, you know, hey, this is a great relationship and we all love each other to I need to get the hell out of here, other than the fact that Rodgers took some kind of an offense to Gutekinds picking up the phone? No, I think it was more spurned by Gutekinds trying to trade him or, or realizing that this is when he wanted to move on, if anything. Right. I, I think this is more the Packers deciding it than Rodgers. I think Rodgers came out and said he wants to play for the Jets after hearing what the Packers right. intended to do. I uh, Yeah, other than that, I I don't know why. I mean, uh, if if let's say talks completely broke down, and the Jets ended up out of nowhere, we'll say, just going after Lamar Jackson and trying to pay Lamar Jackson. And Lamar decides that that's where he wants to go, and the Ravens say, okay, we'll let you go. Okay, if that were to happen, then could Rodgers then, in essence, go back to Green Bay? Sure he could. I don't know if he would want to, considering it was a team that, tried to move on from him remember Matt LaFleur is staying out of the fray he doesn't want to get into this mess he's trying to stay away from this whole thing so you know yeah I mean you know Rodgers could retire he could say you know what if it's not the Jets I don't want to play for anybody he could just walk away from the game and then do it after June 1st and then you could split that cap money up over two years um but beyond that, I, there's nothing that would say he absolutely positively cannot play in Green Bay again. It would have to be a one-two. Would you want him back? And Now, remember, did they say officially, yes, Jordan Love, hands down, is our starter for 2023? All they said was, we'll see, right? They never fully committed the statement to Jordan Love, right? I'll go back to the press conferences. I mean, the yeah. questions were... Now that Love is the starter, what should our expectations be? I think it was inferred. It was inferred, but I don't think they ever said. Because remember Mark Murphy. Do they need to say it? 
though? The, well, I think they don't want to say it, just in case. Remember, Mark Murphy said when asked in the WIAA broadcast for the Girls' State Basketball Championship that, you know, is there any chance for Rodgers to come back? And he basically said, look, if, the, if this breaks down, if, if this doesn't happen with New York, yeah, he could come back and be the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. But I don't think they've ever said, hands down, Jordan Love is the starter. I think they've just kind of said, well, you know, we, we, we you know, I, I think they've been very diplomatic about that, trying not to pigeonhole themselves into some kind of a, a situation that they would then have to dig their way out of, just in case. I have I could Brian be wrong. talking about it. Uh, yeah, go ahead, play that, because I want to hear that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of unknowns, but certainly I think that's the way it's trending, and we're excited about that. I mean, Jordan's um, he's put in a lot of work. He's gotten a lot better. Um, you know, a lot of really good conversations with him over this period of time, and um, certainly we're trending that way. Yeah, we're trending that way, but he never said. He said we're trending that way. It appears we've had good conversations, but he never said that that's the guy. That's the he's never said that. And somebody was asking me about that. And I, I'm like, no, he I don't think he's ever specifically that's the that's the it's inferred. That's the implication, yes. But you can't completely shut that door just in case this deal doesn't work out and Rogers still wants to play, whether it be for spite or money or love of the game or love of Green Bay, whatever. I mean, I don't think you can just throw that by the wayside. So uh, so to answer the question, yeah, I, 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 there is a possibility, albeit 99.9% of me says he's going to be under center in, in New York. There is that possibility, but that's only if the Packers don't feel they're getting the value. Rodgers mentally has moved on. He's, it's a done deal to him. It's a done deal. He's going to, he's going to New York. But um, uh, Paul says, would Aaron come back without his boys on the team? Uh, don't know. I put it this way. I think it's a moot point. I think, in all honesty, we're talking about a situation that's not going to happen. They're going to get a deal done. And I've said it all along that if I had to bet my house, I would say that Aaron Rodgers is going to be under center in New York come the uh, come the opener in September. Uh, Ronald says if Rodgers retires, doesn't he lose the money uh, from the contract that the team takes off and they're off the hook? Um, the $60 million goes by the wayside, but the Packers uh, are still – uh, 40 million of cap space, dead cap that has to get paid. So if he got, if he does it before June 1st, they have to pay the 40. If he does it after June 1st, then uh, then they um, get some of that money back. Uh, it's they by that I mean they have to they can only pay half this year and half next year. It's like 15 and 20 something million, 16 or 17 or 20 something million. It's it's they split it up. You get a little bit of cap relief this year. So anyway. Um, Scott says the only scenario that brings him back is if Love gets hurt in the preseason, heaven forbid. Look at what happened in San Francisco last year with Jimmy G. Nobody expected him to go back there until Trey Lance ended up going down, which is 100% true. But that's only if you don't get a deal done um, prior to the draft or just after June 1st. Because you wouldn't expect, because uh, by the time you're in a preseason, you're talking August, you know. Um. Rick says, do the Jets even have $60 million in cap space? They would have – I don't know how that gets 
divided. I don't know what they what they do. But yes, to answer the question, they have made room so they can absorb Aaron Rodgers, and they've got some deals from what I understand that they could do. Uh, just as the agreement has become uh, more evident, then they can go ahead and make some moves that you know to kind of uh, be able to afford Aaron Rodgers. But Rodgers has also said that he was open to restructuring too. But they can split that money up into a couple of years for Rodgers. So to answer your question, yeah, that's that's everybody believes he's going to be in in, uh, in New York. I don't think anybody believes he's going to end up in Green Bay. Just so you know, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, feel free. Go ahead and give us a shout again. Eight seven seven eight six seven. Uh, 1670. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Potawatomi Hotel Casino, and uh, they have got a sports book. If you didn't see the news coming out that uh, starting, I believe it's today, this new sports book is opening up. But for all the details and such, go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. Again, PaysBig.com, Potawatomi Hotel Casino. They have stay-and-play packages. The Dream Dance Steak Bar, uh, Steakhouse is back open. The 360 Bar is open. Bingo is back. Now they've got a sports book. I mean, so much action going on down at Potawatomi. Go down and enjoy it. And if you want to find out more information, go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. Broadcasting live at the uh, Lakers Ice Center. We're here in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. If you want to stop in and say hi, it is the Great Midwest RV Show, brought to you by our friends at Cunis RV. Rated number one in the state of Wisconsin. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, you know that uh, I love the ones that I've had put in my house, whether it's the big oversized patio door or the windows. Uh, if you're looking for curb appeal, if you're looking for more value in your home to solidify the value of your home, if maybe if you're getting ready to sell it, maybe you're looking for an economical factor, curb appeal, you name it, whatever is security, whatever it happens to be, they've got something for everybody, whether it's the vinyl windows, the impervia windows, which is just as strong, if not stronger than fiberglass, and then there's the wood windows as well. That's our friends at Pella Windows and Doors. Of Wisconsin, go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-P-E-L-L-A. PellaWI, 855-PELLA-WI. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Matt, now the question is, um, and and again, this is, we're talking about uh, probably a, a half of a half of a percentile here for the chance of Aaron Rodgers actually going back to uh, Green Bay. Uh, this is what Matt LaFleur had to say uh, about Aaron Rodgers and that possibility. Uh, listen, I'm not – I that's all between Joe and Goody. I, I'm, I'm going to leave that one to them and, you know, we'll, we'll coach whoever's on our roster and we're going to coach them as the best of our ability and um, always going to put the best players out there that are going to give us an opportunity to go win football games. So there you go. That's it. That's simple. They're going to, you know, he, he's not going to jump into that pool at all. He's not going to commit one way or the other. He just says, look, whoever we have, that's who we're coach. <laughs> he's he's not going there, man. And I don't blame him either, but ain't happening. Not at all. 877-867-1670. Uh, back to the Brewers. Phil says, I think Craig comes back as the manager if he feels that the owner and upper management doing all he can to win. I think the hater trade last year when they were in it left a bad taste in his mouth, and you see – 
uh, what they got back for him, and it makes you wonder, are the Brewers here to win it or just have a team on the field? And I think Craig wants to manage a winning organization and not just a dreaming team. 100%. If, if I'm Craig, and you bring up a great point, Phil, if I'm Craig, why in the world am I busting my butt trying to bring any kind of a championship back to Wisconsin when management's not committed to it? I couldn't agree more. Go spend time. He's made his money. He's been paid extremely well by the organization. If you feel they're not in it to win it, there's no I, – I wouldn't. You know, if I've made my money, I wouldn't. There's no reason to. Take time. Go watch your kids grow up. Go watch your kids play college ball. See how their careers continue to blossom. Go enjoy yourself. Sit back, relax. Enjoy a brat and a beer and hang out and just watch baseball games rather than be a part of the managerial side of things. And, and busting your butt and taking the grief. Let's be honest. You know, if you're a winning baseball team, people still will criticize managerial moves. If you're a losing baseball team, you're the guy that takes damn near all the criticism. So why in the world would you, if, if, you're, the, if you're the Brewers manager and you don't have uh, management committed to winning, why would you come back and take that abuse? You're getting paid well. There's only one of, what, 30, 30 jobs like that in, in the world. But for the most part, if you've already made your money, you don't have a reason to take that kind of, you know, the verbal shellacking on a daily. Why would you do it? I agree with you. So if he decides not to come back and there's not other moves made and that commitment from ownership, yeah, I could see him walking away because of that reason. 100%. 100%. Uh, this is from uh, Chelsea. Chelsea says, in no way Aaron Rodgers is walking away from the game of football. He has lost too much money in crypto. Uh, I don't know what he did or didn't lose. I, we can assume there's some because he was uh, on the crypto platform, him and Serena Williams and a few others, preaching uh, you know, the, the positivity of crypto at the time, getting paid in crypto and such. So I'm sure there was some loss there. You want to come back? I mean, if you lost $10 million, $20 million, whatever, you lost 50000 whatever, you want to, wouldn't mind making it up. But let's be honest. I mean, you know, if you got $60 million laying on the table and it's yours, all you got to do is show up and and play. Yeah, I'm, you know, there does come a time of quality of life of what you want to do. Maybe you want to venture out into other things, but it's like, come on. I, you know, I, <laughs> I don't think there's a whole lot of us at that point. We'd say, ah, two years, let's go. Let's do this. We can collect $60 million in the bank account over two years. Do that in a heartbeat. Unless you start breaking it down and you're saying, okay, $60 million, you take away. Uh, it's going to be probably, you know, $35, 37000000 million by the time taxes are done. You give another 5% or whatever it happens to be to my agent. Okay. So you're down to 30 you know, I don't know, 5 6 7 8%. Okay. You know, and maybe, you know, a couple million there. So, oh, oh, boy, I'm walking away with only $31 million. <laughs> Okay. Nobody's going to leave that after taxes on the table. Come on. You take that. Um, what else do we have? Wisco uh, Warrior says the ship has sailed for Rodgers playing for the Green Bay Packers again since he is not going to retire. If the Jets deal falls through, Aaron would play for just about uh, anybody. No. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe he would play for anybody. I think that uh, he would he would do everything he could to try to get a deal done for a team that has the capability to win, but I don't think he would play for just anybody. Just an FYI, I don't think he would do that. 
877-867-1670. Find us again, 877-867-1670. Um, what else do we have here for you? <laughs> this is from Jackie. Jackie says, uh, I feel really bad. You finally pick a good game to go to. You think it's going to be a great matchup, and then you go down to the Pfizer Forum last night, and it's awful. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. It was it was it was terrible. Not good. Not good at all. Um one more here. Um <laughs> this. Chelsea says, uh, how many people are screaming for Craig Council already and they're only one game into the season? Not wanting to see oh yeah, going on and on about uh, on and on about whether or not Christian Yelich has completely lost it. That's the reason they're going to have him bat first and act like he's some kind of savior. Therefore, he doesn't have to put the ball in the air and hit home runs anymore because he simply can't. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday a little bit as well. You know, if he's going to be a leadoff hitter, then that changes the dynamic because he doesn't get the ball up, he doesn't launch it the way he once did. I mean, yeah, that that power swing, Ben, I mean, it's just gone. You know, it, it's just, it's just gone. It's not Nothing good. Else, it, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just gone. I don't know. We'll see. It was one game. Who would I be to overreact to one game, Bill? No home runs. Right. That's fine. Yeah, it, but it's just gone. More and more I, people are wondering if the weather in Chicago is the true reason that he didn't go deep. Um... Yeah, well, but you know what, though? You're going to have that in the early months in Chicago. When the ball is cold, the air is cold, the ball's not going to fly. So I I completely understand all of that. It's not going to fly the way it once did. No doubt about it. So if he doesn't hit a home run in this series, who cares? I mean, again, the over and under on him, we called it at 18 and a half. I think others are now saying 16. We called it 18 and a half. We, we might have been giving him a little bit too much credit there. I feel good taking the under at this point, I'll tell you that. Not after one game, but just from, you know, coming off of last season in which the power numbers were gone. But I, I felt good when they said 18 and a half. I'm like, I'll take that. Take that in a heartbeat. We all know that only comes against the Pirates and the Reds, though. They haven't played them yet. So during mm-hmm. those home runs when he'll hit four home runs in two days, that'll get us there. I'm confident. Right. Okay. I'm really not confident at all. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no way. I just, that's the side <laughs> of the fence I'm standing on. <laughs> By the way, you do have baseball today. It's just not a lot of games on the docket. Uh, the Marlins, because obviously they play in Florida. The Astros in a dome in Houston. The Padres out in San Diego. Uh, the Dodgers out in L.A. And then the Mariners, who also have a dome. Uh, all of those teams in action. Um and hosting games tonight, the Mets on the road uh, in Miami, White Sox on the road in Houston, Rockies doing the same with the Padres, Arizona Diamondbacks back at Chavez Ravine in L.A., and the Guardians on the road taking on the Mariners. Then you're back at it with a full slate of games tomorrow. Full slate of games. 120 first pitch from Wrigley Field. Woodruff on the hill against Steele tomorrow, by the way. Taking on the Cubs. And after that, you've got uh, the final four tomorrow night. You got Bucks basketball coming up on Sunday, so you got a lot of good stuff, uh, sporting wise, coming up over the weekend. But uh, just an FYI, they always give you that for an outdoor venue. They always give you that extra day 
just in case opening day does get rained out. So they've got that space that they can always throw that extra game. And so the Brewers are not back at it today. They're back at it again tomorrow. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, do it. 877-867-1670. And uh, give us a shout. We would love to hear from you. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there in New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders. And whether it's ED or low T treatments, if you're uh, looking for more energy, better mental clarity, better mood, better stamina, some weight loss, if you want to get into that area, they do the all-in-one weight loss program. So many things to make you for, for health and wellness and just to feel better for vitality. That is our friends at New Mail Medical. Anywhere in the country that you're listening to the program, call them 414 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. And that's the New Mel Medical Center. We have got more broadcasting live. Don't forget, coming up after the top of the hour, too, Todd Rosiak is going to join us. We'll get the lowdown of Brewers baseball with him. But we are broadcasting live out here at the Lakers Ice Center. We are in Sheboygan. It's the Great Midwest RV Show. And uh, we are here with our friends at Cunis RV. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. They are the number. They've been voted now, officially. It's official. The number one dealer in the state of Wisconsin. The number one dealer in the state of Wisconsin. And the biggest, baddest, and best. That's our friends at Cunis. K-U-N-E-S. CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show, we continue on. Hey, if you're uh, in the state of Wisconsin, you're looking for a mortgage, uh, a little help, or maybe you're going to refi, get a hold of our buddy uh, um, Scott Ellis over at Team Ellis in Homeside Financial, 414, anywhere in the state, 414-791-7771, 414-791-7771. And uh, right now, I know the interest rates are sitting at about between 65 and 7.5%, but uh, he's got what's called the 2-1 buy-down, and it can get you 45 percent yeah i'm sure your ears are perking up huh go ahead and give scott a call he's just a good guy and he's the guy that was there for me when i went through uh, the refi of my house and uh, it man i <laughs> thank god i did when i did and he was just available and he was terrific all the way through the entire process and uh, i am uh, i'm happy so happy with what i got so he could do the same for you. Again, get a hold of my buddy Scott Ellis, 414-791-7771, and T and uh Team Ellis over there. Um the uh let's see here. Uh, Matthew said any suggestions to listen when Brewers baseball's on yesterday, the the uh the zone uh had well the, the whole thing with Rome and then Fox Sports and such, I don't know what went on with KTY uh, in the Valley I, over in La Crosse. I have no idea. But I know that uh, they switched over uh, within like 30 seconds on the Zone, on the Zone app. Uh, and we it's it's something that, uh, that we are well aware of and uh, the uh, flagship station out in Madison they're dealing with. So, uh, But other than that, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um. So I'm, I don't know what to tell you. Just I, I've always just said, hang in there with us. Hang in there. It's just the first game of the season. You work out a few bugs, you're good to go. No problem. 
Uh, Austin says people still think Rogers coming back to Green Bay. Uh, the ship has sailed. Both him and the team said their goodbyes. Uh, no, I don't think anybody thinks that's going to happen. It was just one of those. It was a question of what happens if this thing should happen to fall through. Is there, um, is there so much water under the bridge that they could not go back? I mean, if they have to, you have to. So you can say the LOL or whatever you want to do and make fun of it, but uh, nobody's saying that that's going to happen. But if, let's just say, by some weird circumstance, this gets so torturously screwed up just to the point where just both sides cannot come to any sort of an agreement, the Jets and the Packers. The Packers feel that Rodgers has got a lot of worth, and the Jets are like, you know what, they got tired of waiting, and maybe they move on to somebody else. At that point in time, maybe, you know, there's a there's a workaround, there's a workability there. But beyond that, uh, no, I agree with you. He's not going back. Um, but you you just never say never, you know. But like I said, I, I think um, 99.9% of me says he will be under center in New York uh, come the opener. He'll be there for the Jets, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, if he doesn't get traded, here's the other thing. Say he doesn't get traded to the Jets. Say the Jets decide and they write some kind of a crazy offer sheet to Lamar Jackson because they're tired of waiting. Well, then Baltimore would be in the, in the market for a quarterback. And maybe they make a deal. You know, so whatever the Jets end up would end up doing, that would then open the slot for another deal to be made with a decent team. I mean, I, I would think almost that uh, the Baltimore Ravens are just as much in a good situation. Uh, I mean, because really the only competition in that division for them would be Cincinnati. I don't think it's going to be Cleveland, and I, I don't think it's going to be Pittsburgh, although Pittsburgh's extremely pesky. But then Baltimore would be searching for a quarterback if indeed, say, the Jets went in the direction of uh, Lamar Jackson and gave him stupid money. Baltimore, for less money, would probably be glad at that point in time to grab Aaron Rodgers and say, hey, look, we'll, we'll, we'll do whatever it takes. Now, they value draft choices down there the way the Packers do. So they, you, <laughs> you, you may just uh, may be a bird in the hand at that point, but then that would open up a space. So, I, look, I, I just I, – I agree with almost all of you that say, you know, there's no way he's going back to Green Bay. I don't think so either. But I'm just throwing it out there. Or the question was thrown out there just to ask, to say what happens if this doesn't work out. So that's all. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, phone line's wide open if you want to chime in. we got Todd Rosiak of the Journal Sentinel coming up after the top of the hour. We're going to talk with him about what went down yesterday and why we should not have people jumping off the bridges and going crazy and losing their damn minds over uh, one game uh, of baseball. So we're going to talk with Todd a little bit about that and about the optimism for the season and what he thinks this team could be. So we'll do that. Uh, we'll get into that discussion and uh, and so much more coming up just after the top of the hour. Hang in there for that. Hey, uh, one other thing I wanted to say uh, thank you to, and that is to BB. Uh, BB was out uh, this past weekend. Uh, her and her kids stopped into Buzzer Billy's. Loved the place. Loved the food. Loved the atmosphere. Her and her husband have been there many times, but upstairs at the Starlight Lounge. But uh, just to let you know, the kids enjoyed the Friday night fish fry we went to last week. Buzzer Billy's great staff. And Heather says hello. Heather is the uh, the, the general manager out there. So st- tell Heather hello. Uh, thanks so much, BB. Appreciate it. But uh, Buzzer Billy's out there in uh, in Lacrosse. Great place. And uh, I've been saying, singing their praises for a long time. But they're also a big sponsor of our motorcycle ride coming up uh, on Sunday, September 3rd. 
Sunday, September 3rd, when we had ride for uh, the veterans and our friends at Fisher House, Wisconsin, for military members, veterans, and their families. So please put that on your calendar. That is coming up Sunday, September 3rd. And if you're a motorcyclist, start spreading the word because uh, we're going to need, again, we're going to hopefully set a record this year, and uh, we're going to need all your help. And you can also follow the page on Facebook. Uh, there's the Facebook page, and then we're going to have a new one created via Instagram, but you can uh, find us over there as well uh, on the Facebook page. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're, we're hoping to hoping to break another record again this year. We had almost 1,100 motorcycles last year, almost. But you can find it and follow it over on Facebook, the Big Units Fisher House Poker Run. Uh, and you can just Google it, and you'll see a picture of a, an American eagle and the flag behind it, Sunday, September 3rd, 2023. But uh, find it there, and then you can track it down. All right, let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. we got a lot more to get to when we come back. Todd Rosiak of the Journal Sentinel is going to join us. We're going to talk with Todd about this uh, Brewers team. What went down yesterday? Why <laughs> you're a nut if you're panicking already? But some some are. Some are, some are coming out blazing. The season's only one game old, and, man, they're already firing on all cylinders when it comes to guns a-blazing, shooting at everybody. Let's do this. We'll step out. We'll take a quick break. Come back. More of the Bill Michael Show broadcasting live at the Lakers Ice Center here in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, for the Greater Midwest RV Show brought to you by our friends at Cunis RV. We'll be back right after this.